The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Radio Wave Medianomics. Uh, occasionally in, our, um, in the course of Medianomics, we like to dig back into our cedar chest of shows and pull something out from the past that kind of gives a, a, a view or a scope of what's happening in the world today. These, uh, a lot of the direction that uh, Friend of Medjugorje gives, influenced by Our Lady's messages and a biblical worldview, are things which are what we refer to as timeless and they're timeless not because we, we declare them to be so, but because they've been proven over and over and over again that uh, many of the things that are said apply a year ago, five years ago, today, and they'll apply five years from now, just as God's Word applied 2,000 years ago and applies today. So what we're seeing is we see that the inspiration of God many, many times is something that could speak from one age to another, one generation to another. And so for today's broadcast, uh, we're bringing out uh, a show from March 10th of 2011, and it gives a little bit of a view of the economic situation, even of today. It applies just as much today as it did back in 2011. So this is a friend of Medjugorje, March 10th, 2011. 
March 25th, 1990, Our Lady said, God wants to save you and sends you messages through man, nature, and so many other things which can only help you to understand that you must change the direction of your life. That includes every aspect, because why? Our Lady wants to lead you to joy. She goes on and says, It is a gift which God has given you through me, so that I may protect you with my mantle and lead you to the joy of life. Now, Our Lady has told Maria that she wants her to be happy in this life. We're to be in joy. We're to be joyful Christians. And yet people have so much anxiety over their finances, over their relationships, over every aspect, every aspect of their life, what they're doing. Should they do it? Should they not do it? Should they go to university? Should they do this job? Such a preoccupation. And yet we just heard Matthew 6 saying, you're not to have these worries. Well, if we're not to spend or work, who's going to feed us? You misunderstand that Bible verse if that's what you think it is. As I said before to you, God feeds the birds of the air, but he better get out of that nest at 5 o'clock in the morning and go find it. We don't say the early bird gets the worm without being proverbial true. You've got to work. You've got to move. You've got to do what you're supposed to do. But the way you go about it, is that your God? Are you seeking first God's kingdom and his righteousness? That's the order of which it comes in. God will provide for you. Because if you've got a million dollars or you've got one dollar, that's from God. He gave it to you. You say, no, he didn't. Some people might think maybe partly he did, but I worked for this. I earned it. I've heard people say that. This Christian. Really? You earned it? God's your partner? It's a 50-50 thing? 60-40? Either vice versa, however you devote yourself to God. Maybe 60 for some is, is God, 40 you. Others is 60 you and 40 God. We're not reflecting about our future. We don't think. We don't look at nature to see what our lady is saying to us. Go back 500 years ago. Where's your car? Go back 300 years ago. Where's the space shuttle? It's in this mission of this exalted run of which a lot of good fruit came from it. Plastics and things that made life better for us. But where'd that come from? Who owns it? NASA? American government, you? Who owned your car? It was nothing but earth. God made the earth, all things that exist today, even though it's hard to, trans to be transparent on how it appears, from an airplane to the most advanced medicines to the most greatest inventions, and everything we do in our everyday life, these things are dirt. A thousand years ago. Man went century, even millennials, the way living the same way until the Industrial Revolution. So who owned those minerals? Who owned that? We have nothing but stewardship that's granted to us by whom? God. Who is God? I am the Lord. If he's the Lord, then nature tells us. The stream tells us, the mountains speak of it, the air speaks of it. Everything we do speaks of, I am the Lord. And you think you own it? You think you have the right to do with it as you please? If you have a dollar in excess, you're responsible how you use that. If you have 10 million of them, you're responsible how you use it. And it's given to you 
as a blessing from God. You didn't earn it. God gave you the skill. God gave you the ability. God gave it to you because he owns everything. It's his domain. The arrogance of man to think that he owns his land even is just that, arrogance. Humility is, God, I can't believe you're sharing this with me. I'll share it with others. This is what this place of Caritas is based on. The land's everything is open to everybody. And so what does it mean when a lady says, God wants to save you and sends you messages through men, nature, and so many things which can only help you to understand that you must change the direction of your life. Let's look at nature. What is nature doing right now? Let's look at the seasons. Just take one little animal, a squirrel. What does he do beginning in spring? He's preparing for winter. He's got to put the nuts in the ground. He's got to store that. He's got to build his nest and rebuild them to get birth. And this cycle is running through all creation, except for man. His arrogance, I don't need that. I don't need to live biblically. Man lives depending on man and not God. We've got our resources stocked up in the grocery stores and the warehouses and the car lots. And so we become God. And we don't depend on God. Oh, we acknowledge him. We believe he's there. But we don't need him. And it's really, this is a real truth today. We don't need him because we have so many advances. The first thing people go when they're sick is to the, to the doctor. The more money you, get, you make, the greater the doctor you go to. How do I know that? Common sense. Logic. Anybody's got any practical sense at all would say, okay, I've got cancer. You're going to go find the best doctor if you're, if you're being there. You think you're just going to go around the corner and say, I'm just going to stop in here and let him treat me? But in that walk of putting God in our things, in our professions, in our walk of life, we have lost common sense. And so <clears throat> we can look at the squirrel. We can see what he does. And God grew the tree that was through uh, chlorophyll was made into uh, the nutrients the tree needed and then from there turned into the nuts that the squirrel needed which the squirrel himself stored up. God provided for him. He fed him. But watch how active they are this whole summer and watch what they're doing in the fall. So many things which can only help you send you what? Signs through nature. Our lady just gave a message just a few days ago, March 2nd, 2011. My heart suffers tremendously as I look at my children who persistently put what is human before what is of God. At my children who, despite everything that surrounds them, everything, a lady says, thing, everything that surrounds them, and despite all the signs that are sent to them, we have signs abound telling us that the stock market's going to crash. That where you have your money is going to go away. Our lady in this first message of March 25th, 1990 says, change the direction of your life. She wants to protect you and lead you underneath her mantle to the life, a jo- a life of joy. In this life. I've talked to several people just in the last couple of weeks that have $100,000, a million dollars. Uh, some more than that in the bank and they've been following this and they haven't 
they haven't exchanged that money for the real money, the Mejigor Miracles Mejigor Round. I've, I chastised them. I said, "What are you? What are you doing? They they can't even they can't even learn from a squirrel. They lost so much common sense. It doesn't make sense. There's nothing showing you to stay where you are, even if you got gold. The the, the if you got some basic sense and intelligence, you're going to see why should I keep that when I could be seeking first God's kingdom and His righteousness, and through that." Turn that wealth into the miraculous metal, Medjugorje around, that will bring conversion. Frank, I know you're there. I know you just told me just in the last couple of days, uh, people have uh, exchanged their money. You don't buy it. You exchange that money that they have for a million dollars in the last couple of days, right? Yeah. Um, wrong? Monday and Tuesday were about, yeah, about that much. And then um, we're a little bit slowed down now because of Ash Wednesday and Lent. But, uh, yeah, we've been, you know, very, very busy. But, see, they're seeing this. If they're seeing this and you haven't seen this yet, why not? And everybody, somebody just told me a story this week. Actually, they left. I was going to have them on the radio show. Uh, They're volunteering here and said that they have themselves had some anxiety about doing this. But when they did it, just this peace swept over them. And I told them, well, it's because you gained autonomy. You don't know where your funds are. You don't know what they have in the stock market. You don't know what's going to happen to it. You can't go to bed at night thinking, will it be there in the morning? Or will it gain? It's just sitting there doing nothing. But when they got this, suddenly it was in their hands, underneath their autonomy, underneath their total control. You don't have control of stuff if you, of your, your retirement. Somebody else does. When you lose it, all you do is wring your hands. But you've got the ability to do something because the signs are there. Nature speaks of it. Our lady just says, despite all the signs that are sent to them, people still refuse to see. That our lady wants, back in 1990, to protect you in this life. Not that you'll have wealth. Not to hoard something. But that you have the means to do and share, if you're wealthy, God's blessing. And to advance God's kingdom. First. That's the way it works. Joan, you've got a thing about common sense this morning. This was an obituary that was printed in the London Times. And it starts by saying, Today we mourn the passing of a beloved old friend, Common Sense, who has been with us for many years. No one knows for sure how old he was since his birth records were long ago lost in bureaucratic red tape. He will be remembered as having cultivated such valuable lessons as knowing when to come out of the rain, why the early bird gets the worm, life isn't always fair, and maybe it was my fault. Common sense lived by simple, sound financial policies. Don't spend more than you can earn, and also by reliable strategies. Adults, not children, are in charge. His health began to deteriorate rapidly when well-intentioned but overbearing regulations were set in place. Reports of a a six-year-old boy charged with harassment for kidding a a classmate. Teens suspended from school for using mouthwash after lunch. And a teacher fired for reprimanding an unruly student only worsened his condition. 
Common sense lost ground when parents attacked teachers for doing the job that they themselves had failed to do in disciplining their unruly children. Common sense lost the will to live as the churches became businesses and criminals received better treatment than their victims. Common sense took a beating when you couldn't defend yourself from a burglar in your own home and the burglar could sue you for assault. Common sense finally gave up the will to live after a woman failed to realize that a steaming cup of coffee was hot. She spilled a little in her lap and was promptly awarded a huge settlement. Common sense was preceded in death by his parents, trust and truth, by his wife, discretion, by his daughter, responsibility, and by his son, reason. He is survived by his four stepbrothers. I know my rights. I want it now. Someone else is to blame. And I'm a victim. Not many attended his funeral because so few realized he was gone. Well, Frank? Yeah, so um, a lot of people are waking up. And uh, I read an article the other day, and it was by, um, his name was Chris Duane, and it was called Silver Bullet, Silver Shield. And it was, Jason Hamill has an 80,000 email list, and he sent it out to 80,000 people. And he said it's the best article he's ever read in silver in uh, 10 years. And when I read the article, I thought it's like he just put down the book, it ain't going to happen, and, uh, and, and listened to the past Medianomics programs, did some research on the Internet. It was, you know, there was a lot of very good information. But this information spreads very quickly. And... It, uh, it's, you know, um, a sign of the time when you want to be in a place to do God's will and your desire is to do God's will, and God is showing you these things. And, uh, you know, people feel, why does this uh, person you're talking to have so much peace? Because they feel very uncomfortable in paper. They know there's something really wrong with this system. And so... When they get something real and tangible, there's peace. There's not. There's no more anxiety over those things. You don't. You know, when you put your money in a sound currency that God created to be money, a word synonymous with money in the Hebrew, the Bible is written in. You have peace. You don't worry about it. You don't wake up and you know look to see if the Dow Jones is up or down. You just you know go about your business. So. Um, the article is, you know, what you've been saying for years, what we've been saying on the program for years, some of it, and uh, it's it's worth reading, but it, um, he's from uh, Sons of Liberty, and he's saying this is, you know, the best thing you can do for your liberty. And then you're seeing all kinds of other um, awakenings, things that nobody else was saying that, you know, now more people are understanding that, uh, silver and gold are money. A lot of the analysts, you know, were just uh, assuming that things go on as they w- were in the past. And so, you know, where almost no one was saying the economy is going to collapse before 2008, now um, 
you know, it's it's, it's common thought amongst a lot of the uh, the economists that understand hard assets and real money. But you know, Frank, you bring up a good point because remember when I was beginning to write in the book, I started doing research, and there were people that argued with me, the economists and people like that, that we were doing research on seeing what was going on and what the view was that silver was not money. They they to me, I couldn't even I can't relate to that. They 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 were just saying this is something antiquated. This is something of history. And, and only common sense is needed to realize it is money. It always has been money. It will be money in the future. Because when paper's dead and it's going to die, what are you going to go to? Well, let's everybody turn into watches. Okay, you got a $12 watch from, from Walmart or you got a Rolex. We'll just value that and that's going to be our currency. It's, it's not going to go that way. Why would silver go... People go towards silver and then not go toward watches if it's not money or, or bananas or whatever. Of course, food can be traded, traded and bartered, and that's better than than having the silver, your food. But you know, Thomas Jefferson, who was very wise, and of course, everybody acknowledges he had a lot of wisdom. You know, he believed that that, that poverty was based in this paper money. You, you lead to poverty. He also uh, believed that there was the money was just like a ghost. It's paper money. He didn't believe the federal government should print money. He ended up coming up against that. Uh, but anyway, his exact quote says, Paper is poverty. It is only the ghost of money and not money itself. I now deny the federal government's power of making paper money or anything else a legal tender. Thomas Jefferson. Now, why would this wise person say such a thing? The money is poverty, or paper money. Or He didn't call it money. He said paper is poverty. He called it the ghost of money. It's a facade. Our lady said on this 1990 message, March 25th, this is how she starts this. Now, this is a message about nature. She wants us to help us understand we have to change the direction of life. Why? She says in the beginning, Dear children, I am with you even if you are not conscious of it. I want to protect you from everything that Satan offers you and through which he wants to destroy you. There's one thing in this world right now that connects everybody globally, all over the place, from the little villages everywhere you are, and that's money. Through which he wants to destroy you. Okay, let's go back to Ivanka's apparition. I was with her June 25th, 1989. She said, Satan has special plans to enslave you through materialism. He is active in this plan. And here we are having the next year, her saying that, our lady saying, I want to protect you from everything that Satan offers you, materialism, consumerism, through which he wants to destroy you, get you in debt, he owns you. And once you're totally dependent on that, and that everything crashes, everybody in the world would be affected by that. Everybody. A pandemic will not be as far-reaching as a class economic, uh, of an economic collapse. Because everybody uses currency. But there's people that survive pandemics. There's people that, that have built up immunities. But nobody is immune to an economic collapse. Because we're integrated, we're dependent on it everywhere. The only way to escape the pandemic of an economic collapse is to pull out of the system. When you take your silver and you go to your financial advisor, if you've got one, he's going to object to you. 
because he's making money on that. And when you pull out of the system, there's no way for him to make money on you. And you have your own autonomy. You have the ability to do what you do. People say, how am I going to exchange it? You can go to anywhere and exchange it. I've heard people selling their, their miraculous measure rounds for $58 an ounce. This was way before this last jump. This was when it was $30 an ounce. So you can go to a pawn shop. You can go anywhere. So don't worry about that side of it. But higher than that, higher than having silver is the means to feed yourself. And that's the ultimate, and that's the premium. So this is transitional. If you, the one thing you can do today, immediately, right now, is take all your cash reserves and put them in silver. Yes, you can do that. You can put it in gold. But if you're going to use that just for a secular reason, are you safeguarding because safeguarding your future? Because Elisa says seek, and the scripture says she said read Thursday, every Thursday Matthew six, which says seek first. God's kingdom and righteousness. Put that and make this righteous money. Make it have a purpose of conversion. Once you do that, you put it in that round, you're doing something twofold. You're doing a good for you, your future, and a good for a future conversion. That, that's the immunity. You build up the immune, your immune system economically and spiritually on both sides from Satan destroying you both physically and spiritually. Now, that doesn't mean because you buy America's Medjugorje rounds that you're going to be saved and go to heaven. But the purpose and what the, the principle of this is, is to use what you have because you have it. Instead of letting the stock market use it, use it and put it in your own authority and your own position. You'll have peace because the lady says, I want to protect you. And people think, oh, it's just about my soul. Well, what destroys the soul? Everything of the earth. The attachment to things, the economic system. Satan wants to enslave you to materialism. He's active in this plan. You become inactive in that plan when you start doing your own, growing your own food. That doesn't mean you can't be the doctor. But you use what you're making there to be transitional. So you can't start all that tomorrow, but you can take actions today to, to seek first God's kingdom with what you have. And I tell you, if you don't, you don't have common sense. It's just black and white. It's that clear. And so that was a friend of Medjugorje from the March 10th, 2011 Radio Wave Medjugorje show. And again, folks, what, we're, what we see many times is, uh, as especially in this time of the year, as we head towards winter and we're thinking about the things in life that, uh, that matter, the things that go away as we begin to see nature die off and go into its dormant state, it's, th- it's a cause for reflection and where we are with our life and where we are with our economic situation and for families and individuals out there to begin making preparations now for that time of winter, the economic winter that is coming. And you heard a friend of Medjugorje talk about that, that uh, the staying tied to the system is the thing that will make you fall with the system. And so uh, we need to be mindful of this in these days, especially as God gives us this time to reflect about uh, this time of the year where we begin to move towards the dead of winter. A friend of Medjugorje has set Frank up to be able for you to have your to take your physical means and to transfer that into something that has intrinsic value and that's the purpose of the miraculous metal Medjugorje round is for you to be able to take your the means of your earthly wealth and use it for for eternal gain. 
So uh, that's the purpose of uh, the Miraculous Metal Medjugorje round, and this is something that you can do to uh, to secure your earthly means in a way where uh, it'll bear fruit for conversion and for the future. And so on behalf of a friend of Medjugorje, Caritas of Birmingham, the community of Caritas, Medjugorje.com and Radio Wave, we love you and we wish you Our Lady. God bless. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional.